You are now tuned in to another episode of Small Talk with Jordan Small. So, I want to say we're back, but I know I've literally have made several we're back episodes, and then we were not actually back. I would put one episode out and then go right back into not posting consistently or not posting at all. So... I would like to call this a we're back episode, but we're we're not going to put that out there. We're just going to see where this takes us. And um, yeah, but before I get into the topic, the layout, what we're doing, what we're talking, all of that, I want to make a statement of why it has been inconsistent. So something I take very prideful in my podcast is the realness, the rawness of my episodes. I don't really pre-plan the episodes too much. I do have like a notebook where I write like my topics. Um, if I have any questions um, that I'm going to talk about or whatever and I lay my music out and I decide like what the music's going to be and things like that. But that's pretty much all the prep work I do. Um, I don't really have a topic that comes to me unless it comes like that I go search for it, it comes to me if that makes sense. So I might, it might be something I heard, something I've seen, something I, I felt, something I experienced, whatever the case is. And then I'm just like, this is a good topic for my podcast, whether I have guests or whether I talk um, on here or solo. Um, and recently, I just hadn't been in the best space to sit here and have these conversations. And I always was like, oh, I, I don't want to open up. Yes, I always preach about being real and raw in my podcast, but I didn't want to give too much of myself. I didn't want to be too real. I didn't want to be too raw in the sense I'm sharing, oversharing. And not saying I have this huge um, number of followers that listen to my podcast, but I have enough of people that tune in. Um, one person that tune in is one supporter, and that's two people that tune in as two supporters whatever the case is um you know I have people that listen and I appreciate every person that listens to my stuff but I didn't when I do make my podcast I'm always like whether one thing I said affected one person in a positive way that's what I want to get on my podcast so if I'm coming on here and I'm not in a good mental headspace myself I might not give the best advice I might not say the right things I might not do the right things. And like I said, I was always scared of oversharing because that's looked down upon. Like on social media, when we post things, we don't post our ugly moments. We don't post the first thing we look like in the morning. We don't post this. We don't post that. We we first put makeup on before we take a picture. We first put on a fresh outfit before we take a picture. We don't, we first tweak things about ourselves before we put it out there and I feel like for me internally I was like I need to tweak some things about myself like where I'm at mentally before I get on here and start talking ranting and posting because I don't want too much of my emotions to come out where it's more emotions than logic and I feel like I took that time that well-needed time and I'll go more in detail of that with our topic but um yeah I'm feeling good today and I knew this is something I really enjoyed, and I had really good feedback from my podcast from the people that really did consistently listen to it, and um, just people that told me, like, keep going and keep doing it, and 
I appreciate every person who took the time to listen to my podcast and listen to what I had to say and appreciate things I had to say. And yeah, so I do want to say we're back, but I'm not even going to do that. I'm just going to enjoy the moment of right now of recording and be able to post this and have people listen to it. So we're not going to harp on that too much, but we're going to get into this. So every single time I've came on here, um, I told you guys I'm huge on um, trial and error. And um, the authenticity of my podcast will never change, but maybe the layouts sometimes change because, you know, I'm new to this. I'm not like a pro at it, um, learning as I go and getting better as I go and putting more out there as I go. And for my podcast, I used I still want to have my topics um, and things like that in my segments. But I was thinking of, like, so much when I would listen to different things, people don't just get into it. So I was like, what if I did something like, let's do this, let's do this, let's do this. So the way we're going to break down this episode and hopefully episodes to come, we're still going to have the main portion, small talk where it's real and it's raw and it's authentic. And we get into those dating topics, we get into those um, uncomfortable conversations and I will continue to have guests. I know it's been a long time, but like I said, I had to get myself right before I can have someone um, on here. But And I have to get back to being consistent before I can have guests. But we're going to talk. First topic is going to be um, let's get into it. And let's get into it is basically what it is. Like We're just going to get straight into that uncomfortable conversation or that main topic of what this episode is going to be on. Then we're going to get into something that's a little more interesting and fun. Well, not more interesting, but a little more spicy. And that's why it's called Let's Get Spicy. This might be like a more bedroom conversation or something like that, a little more spicy. We're all grown here, so you know it is what it is. The next one is going to be let me put let me put you on that's going to be like a recommendation whether i'm recommending books songs whatever the case is just different things that um has helped me or has motivated me has uplifted me has spoken to me and i feel like other people should listen to and tune into or go look at or whatever um and the last segment would be let me ask you something and that's basically when you all send me questions and i answer them um, so yeah, so we're gonna get right into the let's get into it. Um, for this week's let's get into it, we're gonna talk about dating yourself. And um, I feel like on my podcast, I've talked before about um, healing and mindset, like deep things, healing mindset and things like that. But and I talked about also, I remember one point I talked about how important I believed it is to live alone at least once in your uh, 20s because I experienced that and I feel like I experienced so much growth from it. Um, but it's not until this time in my life where I feel like I've been dating myself and the effect it has had. I'm still doing it. I'm still learning. I'm still getting comfortable with it. And this topic right here that we talk about today, 
no, I'm not a professional in it. I have not been doing this for years. I'm, once again, I'm new to this, but I'm active in it. I'm in it, and I've been doing it for the past, like, few months, weeks, whatever. And the things it has done for me so far, I'm like, I need to share this so other people who might be in the same mindset or have had the same year or the same experiences that I have, they can start doing this for themselves. And the main thing that inspired me to do go ahead and do this was a trend that I saw on TikTok. And when I first saw this trend, I remember I told a friend, I'm like, it's low-key kind of weird because people are like fucking oversharing like way too much. Like, why are you telling us that your boyfriend did this and then he this happened and then this happened like it's weird and if you know what I'm talking about it's like the Mariah scientist um spread thin to that song the trend that comes with that where people are like my 2022 so far and I thought it was weird at first because I'm like why are people oversharing and then I had to sit back and think and I'm just like why do I think that's weird what's wrong with people sharing the negative parts of their life and them going through that and then them overcoming it if you think about it it's a really beautiful thing because it almost like normalizes what you've been through in the sense of like not that what you went through is okay but you're not alone like we're all going through something some people more extreme than others but we're all going through something so just know if it's hard, it gets better. And we're all in this together almost, like, you know? And I feel like with the whole thing I was saying earlier, I feel like with the waking up in the morning, put on makeup, then post a picture. I feel like with that trend, it's kind of like, we normalize if people are in relationships and they overshare, like, their sex life because they're so in love and they take pictures of them tonguing down their significant other on a beach, bent over, like, doing all this stuff. And we'll we'll repost it and we'll be like oh my god like look at them like we do it all the time but when someone posts the negative toxic parts of relationship they were in um we kind of like look down on it and like what the fuck like sorry you went through that but why are you telling us but it's like how many of us can raise our hand that we've been in a toxic relationship that we stayed in for too long or we kept going back for too long too many people more people have been in a toxic relationship than a healthy one. And it's just like, but we talk about more about the healthier ones than like the toxic ones we're seeing here, like, what the fuck? But we've all experienced it. And it's just like, we can all like kind of learn from other mistakes and stuff like that. And it's like, also for that trend might help someone who is in a toxic relationship to realize they are in one. Or... Someone who's never had a boyfriend or never had a girlfriend, they might be like, okay, that's something I don't want. Or those are red flags for when I do get one. So I feel like myself, I did the same mistake. I thought it was a bad trend until I really thought about it. And um, with like dating yourself, I feel like you have those moments where you get to really think and do stuff like that. So I remember earlier I said that um, I was going to share why I took time. I'm going to get a little more into that. But let's say we have a pyramid. At the top of the pyramid is heartbreak. 
going down the pyramid that's when you go through the phases of heartbreak and then at the very end it's dating yourself and then past dating yourself is like the final which is becoming like self-love like you love yourself you're at the best version of you I was at the top of the pyramid of heartbreak for a minute I had experienced one of the hardest like heartbreaks I would say that I've experienced so far in like my 20s and it's not because this person um I was with for a very long time it's not because like there was like hella fucking history or something like that it was more the connection I felt with that person I just never had felt before and losing that person was really hard and I've talked about before on my podcast, I believe, like, how I was in a three-year relationship. It didn't work out. And it, I took time from that, and I healed from it or whatever. But I feel like that one didn't even hurt as much. And when it comes to heartbreak, um, I can do an episode where I talk more about that. But um, I don't want to get too much into it because I'm still getting over it but every day is easier and that's why I wanted to talk about dating yourself because um when I first got that situation I hit those stages of like just being sad and then you know you talk to your your girls or friends or whatever and they're just like girl you need you're cute you're young like get back out there and date like fuck that man like you know so I did things like that I went on a few dates and stuff and it's just like every time I was on a date I would just sit there and be like you're not him <laughs> you're not him like you know it's like you almost compare them because you're not healed you're not um no one's gonna be that person definitely if that's the person you want and the person you think about and stuff and um like I had grew an emotional connection with that person so it's hard to like any physical is not gonna break that with for for me. Like I can't sit here and hop in a physical relation and expect for my emotional connection with someone else to disappear. And um I've learned like taking that time to really build an emotional connection really hurts more when it's over than if you just have a physical connection with someone. Cause it's like you build that emotional connection with someone where it's like you don't expect someone who has an emotional connection to like to hurt your feelings or like to leave you or something because it's like you you guys are like you care about this person so deeply and it was rough and even still to this day it's like it's not easy like it's better I have really good days I still like I have more consistent good days than I do bad like at the beginning but you know it's okay to like have those moments like where you're alone and like you think about that person they cross your mind and you're sad or something that's okay like it's okay to allow those emotions to come in and that's how I process like heartbreak and stuff is I allow myself to feel how I feel I don't use another person to like fill the void of the person that I'm missing I allow myself to feel that so during this time, I decided, okay, I've tried 
at first I took a long time of not talking to anyone. Then every now and again, I would be like, you know, I'm not a guy, like, he'd like, asked to take me on a date and I'm like you know fuck yeah I'm gonna let this man take me on a date like he's attractive why not I would go on a date I have a great time but once the date's over I feel that same feeling again and um I had to really be like why is it like I go on these dates but I still feel like this pain right and then I was just like it's because I'm dating the wrong people for the time I'm in I'm dating, and what I mean by that, I'm not, I don't need to be dating another man. Because right now, the only person that my heart aches for is the person who broke my heart. So another person stepping in is not going to fulfill that. And then also, if I do meet another person, right now I'm not in the right headspace for an, or the other person. I might have like trust issues, or I might have like my guard really up. I might be comparing them to the other person. Just things that aren't fair for the next person that comes along. So the only person who I should be in a relationship for right now is myself. And it took me a minute to really wrap my head around, like, what that meant. Like, so I'm just like, okay, so I should just be lonely. Like, you know. And nobody wants to be lonely. Like, we're humans. Like, we all, not fiend, but... We all desire to have a partner. So the idea of being so lonely scared me almost. And I took time to start knocking, making a list mentally in my head of things I can do to progress myself. Things I can do to make a help this be the healthiest relationship I've ever been in. And I'm talking about with myself, like dating myself, treating, putting as much love as I put in that person and as much love as I have for that person, but putting it in myself. I've never done that. I've never, I, I'm a person I love hard. When you get that emotion out of me, you get that love out of me, I feel like you're one of the luckiest people ever because. I know how I love. I know I love so deeply and I love so so hard and I, with so much emotion and I'm so loyal and all of this stuff. I know I, I have all this in me. And that person had got that out of me. And that's why when it ended, it hit so deeply. It hurt. Like, I'm just like, damn, this shit fucking hurts. And I had a, <clears throat> I had like a awakening. If this person didn't want that love that I had to offer, that's so, like, okay. But I only wanted that kind of love back from them so much. I didn't want anything else. I didn't want um, materialistic things. I didn't want anything else but that love, the same love I wanted to give them back to me. And I was like, you can have that love. You can. Why can't you? Just reverse it. Stop giving it to other people and give it to yourself. And when that kind of clicks in my head, that's when the process, the mindset of dating myself appeared. And dating yourself is something so uncomfortable that when it does become comfortable, it's like one of the most beautiful, like confident things you'll ever do. And with dating myself... It's not just taking yourself out to dinner. 
which that's one of the things which we'll talk about. It's not just taking yourself out to dinner or buying yourself some cute clothes because those are just things that will fill the void for the moment. But it's loving yourself mentally, physically, properly. So first, start it with my mental health because I knew this heartbreak was fucking that up. I was so down. I was so hurt. I was so sad. Every, I was in my car and I would just cry. And I would just break down at random moments. If I saw something that reminded me of the person, if I heard this song that reminds me of that person, if I heard anything, if I like anything, I would just break down crying. Like if I talked about the person, I would break down crying. Like I just cried so much. And I was just like, my mental is just not there. How can I even be in a relationship with anyone, including myself, if I'm not there mentally? So the first thing I did was start going to therapy. I know everyone's like, oh my God, therapy girl. Like, you going to therapy over a nigga? Like, no. Me getting a therapist has nothing to do with that person. It literally has to do with myself. It's something I should have done years ago. Like, um, and I'm so open and honest about therapy because I don't think it has such a negative um, thing about it, but it's such a beautiful thing. Like, when you feel yourself seeing progress and growing and and all of this stuff is so beautiful and I knew I needed that to happen I knew if I looked at this heartbreak it's not just like a heartbreak that happened for no reason but it's a heartbreak that happened for a reason it would turn into something way more beautiful than just another piece of like pain that I'm carrying with me so that's why I did I looked at changes the way I looked at the heartbreak I looked at it as like this is one that happened for a reason and this person don't know if I'll ever see this person again don't know if I'll ever talk to this person again don't know if this person was just the right person at the wrong time who knows maybe this person wasn't the right person at all for me um but I'm looking at that person that situation as for right now as a stepping stone for me the stepping stone to be like Jordan this is your time this is your time for you and when I started looking at it that way, it was a whole different look on it. And so first, I was like, work on your mental. You can't be in a relationship with yourself or anybody until your mental's good. So went to therapy. Still in therapy. Going to therapy. Recommend it. Every damn there, everybody needs a therapist. Even if you are the most happiest, mentally fine person, at least go once a month. It's good to just have that quick check-in, you know. Next, not only put the love I put into sniffing others, men, how much I love them and um, putting so much love into them, not only taking away and putting it into myself, but putting it into God. So building a spiritual, um, my spirituality, so now I have worked on, I'm working on mental, spiritual, physical, I always work on, like, even if I'm dating someone, I'm always going to work on my physical because the gym is my safe space. So you have mental, spiritual, physical. So going to church by myself is something I enjoy doing now. Going to therapy by myself is something I enjoy doing. Going to the gym by myself is something I've always enjoyed doing. Now we got to go to the the fun parts, which is enjoying being alone. 
Oh, first, before we even get there, doing things different, doing things that challenges me. Because what would I do? What is something important in a relationship, a relationship that challenges you, right? Not changes you, but challenges you, makes you better, and um, supports you. Okay, how can I take those qualities from a relationship that I would give to a man and give it to myself? So I'm in school for SLP, right? Challenged myself. Now I'm in school for um, to become an EKG technician. Now I'm doing both. Become a technician, 12 in two months, work as a technician, finish school. Do all of, challenge myself. Do things like that. I was looking into even doing art shows. So now we have mental, got a therapist, spiritual, go to church, um, physical, go to the gym, challenging, added more to my plate. Not so much where I'm drowning, but enough where I'm challenged. And I'm achieving new goals and progressing my, my intelligence and learning new things. And then the fun part, the most uncomfortable part, which is being comfortable in your own space alone. With that is things like taking yourself on dates. I take myself on a date at least once a week because in relationships, that's something I would do. We would go on a a date once a week, not just talking about this last person I was with, but like um, other situations like people I've dated and stuff. We normally would go on a date outing or a date or whatever at least once a week. And I started doing that for myself. I started, I always would make comments like, damn, I just wish a fucking nigga would buy me flowers. I I want a guy to buy me flowers. Even this last guy I was with, I, I always be like, he does a lot of stuff, but I want him to buy me flowers because I love flowers. I think it's such a sweet gesture that doesn't cost much, you know? And I'm always like, Jordan, like, why are you sitting here asking, or not asking, but in your head being like, I wish this guy would buy me flowers. I want a guy to buy me flowers. I see girls getting guys buying them flowers. Buy them for yourself. Stop stop expecting stuff from people that you can't, you don't know if they're going to come through. If you have high expectations for yourself, you know you're going to do it. It's for you. It's you. So do things like that, like buy yourself flowers. I enjoy taking myself to dinner now. I enjoy going to a bar by myself and having a drink or two. And I enjoy going to bookstores and reading self-care books. I enjoy doing these things. And now these are things when I go now, at first it was weird. <laughs> Not like I feel like people are staring at me, but it was just weird because it's like, okay, I'm here now what am I gonna do like I'm just sitting here like staring at people but then now I go and I'm just like this is a fucking good time now I go look for things that I want to try and I want to do like I want to go do a paint and sip always with something I want to do on date but I'm like fuck it I'm dating myself I'm in a relationship with myself so I'm gonna go take myself I want to do a cooking class I'm gonna take myself pumpkin season's coming around I know everyone's like, it's couple season, let's get booed up. Take yourself to a fucking pumpkin patch. Halloween, um, a haunted house is crazy now. I ain't taking myself to a haunted house, and I'll go with some friends. 
haunted house you a different breed if you take yourself <laughs> to haunted house but like do things like take yourself to movies like do things like that like go get breakfast and have fucking mimosa with yourself like fun things like that when you get to a point where you're doing them by yourself it's such a beautiful experience like I remember one day I fully got cute like I got dressed up did a whole thing I took myself to get dinner then I went and bought myself flowers then I went took myself to the mall bought myself some cute stuff then I went to a bar got myself a drink I did all of this stuff in one day for myself and it was the best most confident a liberating experience because it's like wow I'm doing some shit that a nigga will like have a time will complain about or like it's so hard to get have these men out here to do for me but even as a man like if it's a man listening to this like to go do that for yourself is such an amazing thing and I I love the fact that like it's getting more normal to do things like that where when you see someone sitting at dinner like if I go out to a restaurant I see someone sitting by themselves I don't want to be like, okay, I see you. You do that. You self-love over there. You date yourself. Like, it's good. It's nice. I think people who do that are so fucking confident. Like, you went and took yourself out. Like, you go. Go you. Because you're confident. And I know it's so easy to, like, want to shut down, but... If you're someone who's going through a heartbreak or you're someone who's going through a tough time, just know, like, everything... Today's raining, and we're in fall. It's a season. And people come and go like the seasons change. Some people are here for all the seasons because they're a lifetime partner, and some people are here for just certain seasons. Some people are here for just the summer. And it's because they weren't meant to carry on to fall. Because in fall, you have something so amazing that you're going to experience. So they're not supposed to carry over. They're a summer person. They're for the cocktails and the boats and the hot weather. But in fall, they're not for that. They're not supposed to be carried on. And just how the weather changes so much. I know global warming, but in a theoretical way the weather changes so much so do people and sometimes sadly like we might want it to be sunny every day but sometimes it has to rain for a week and what I mean by that is sometimes we might want someone in our life all the time but at the end of the day it has to rain at one point for the plants to grow and you might want to stay with that person and might want them in your life forever because you love them and you have so much love for them. But sometimes that person has to leave because it has to rain and you have to grow. And with sunshine, it can't be a storm. So it can't rain if that sun that you're holding on to doesn't leave. So I don't know if that fucking made sense. I just tried to get a little deep with the metaphorical. But basically what I mean is sometimes we really hold on to something. And if you look back at a lot of people you hold on to anyway, most of the time we hold on to the potential of them more than the actual person. And when you start to move on from people as well, you start to really um, remove the potential slowly because your feelings not necessarily leave 100%, but 
they start to fade and you start to fall in love with yourself and that's why I'm saying like dating yourself is so important for after a breakup because you do fall in love with yourself and you see how you treat yourself and then you start to realize if I treat myself this good someone I add to my life as an addition should be even more like should not more but they should add to me like I said they're an addition so they shouldn't take away from how that and you'll start to realize like damn like I was sitting here crying or upset over someone who wasn't even the icing or the sprinkles on my cake and that you saw so much potential in them them, that they weren't giving to themselves they weren't giving to you and it's just a lot you start to realize when you date yourself so for the first step of heartbreak feel those emotions experience those emotions go through the waves the denial the anger the sadness the the reaching out the um deleting pictures deleting memories like whatever the case is whatever stage you're at but please don't skip the dating yourself and fall in love with yourself and i know so many people self-love is the best love but i'm telling you do those things if you do those things you Work on the mental, spiritual, the physical, the emotional. And emotional is like part mental. And getting uncomfortable, doing things like that, you will be of such more confident and not taking no shit from nobody person than you were when you first got into that relationship that ended it with a heartbreak. Okay, so that is what I have to say for now for dating yourself. Next, I want to get into um, Let's Get Spicy, which is our next topic. Okay, so I just thought that would be funny. But, so for the let's get spicy, I want to talk about something we've all probably heard about. Whether you believe it, you um, you have a different meaning for it, or whatever the case is. But, um, I want to talk about soul ties. Um, so, soul ties, I have Googled the actual definition. And... This might change some of our looks of soul ties, but what causes a soul tie? Soul ties are typically formed through a physical, let me repeat, typically formed through a physical, but also can be formed through spiritual, social, or emotional connection. Now think about that. Every time I hear about soul ties, all I've heard is people be like, oh, soul ties are created through having raw sex with someone, right? I don't know if I'm the only person who's heard that, but that's what I've heard. And um, what is it called? I always 
been like, oh, okay, well, I never believed in them because I've had unprotected sex with someone and I did not feel like I was connected to them, like, soul tie or whatever. I cared for that person. I had a lot of care for them and stuff, but a, a soul tie connection, no. And then, I like, I just never believed it because I'm just like, okay, I know this is, I do not condone because I feel like it's not safe. But people, I know people who've had, like, one-night stands and didn't use protection. And I'm just like, okay, so you're trying to tell me that those people are, like, soul-tied, connected? Like, no. And I had, and that's why, like, with this definition, it says soul ties are typically formed through a physical spiritual social or emotional connection i feel like that's a better definition for it because it's different when you sit here and i feel like it's a mixture of all of those if it makes sense like i feel like that's what creates a soul tie like think of it like this if you have a sneaky link and y'all never talk y'all never talk text y'all never call each other and then you just see them like once a week or on the weekends late night go in do your do and then you leave and y'all stopped using protection because y'all have had that conversation or whatever the case is um I don't think if I was in that situation I would feel so connected to that person versus like uh a situation where I'm in a situ like a dating this person and we're not using protection because we're now at this point exclusive and that's what we've came to agreement on and we've built an emotional connection and we are around each other socially and we've even talked spiritually and we have a physical connection i feel like it's like you become so connected to this person and soul ties, I don't know, because it's weird. I'm, I'm, like, in the between of it. Because I don't know if soul ties is the right word for it. But I feel like it's a, just a deep connection. Like, I feel like it's not so much I'm bonded to this person. Because I feel like soul ties, that's what I think of. I think of... You're bonded through this person through sexual intercourse most of the time. Because even this definition says, like, um, which can involve deep conversation with complete openness and vulnerability, but more generally, they blossom after sexual intercourse. And this was said by um, a relationship coach, Joseph Moore. I think you guys know who that is, but um, I, like, feel... Like, the word soul ties is just so, like, you're bonded to this person. The only way it can be broken is through this. Because um, even, like, when you look it up, it, like, some of the things are, like, how to break the tie, how to break soul ties. And it's just, like, is it really soul ties or is it just, like, you really, like, you really care for that person. You love them. And, like, it's deeper. You have a good connection. And I feel like, for me, I'm a spiritual person. I am. I believe in, like... Um, signs I from the moon, like from the earth and the universe like I believe certain things I believe everything is supposed to happen the way it happens I believe um, what's meant to be will be and um, things like that but 
soul ties just never been a thing I stood strong behind just because I feel like it's a different word, you know? Like, I feel like if I'm in a relationship or I'm talking to this person and we're opening up, we're had like, the my heartbreak. I feel like I was very connected to that person. And I don't think I have a soul tie with them, but I think... I like I loved that person. I feel like I have so much love for them and I think it's because I did things like that. I had a physical relationship, but I also had an emotional connection. And I had deep conversations with them and I opened up with them and I was vulnerable with them. And I did these things even before physical and it's just like that emotional connection trumps all to me. You can have amazing sex with someone but if that emotional bond isn't there I don't think you can call it a soul tie that you're connected to that person I feel like it you need that emotional connection like you need that deeperness of the relationship because sex does hit different when you have that bond of emotional connection and they know your insecurities and they embrace them while you guys are in intimate with each other and they know you've been hurt and they embrace that. They embrace you. They embrace what you've been through and you embrace each other in the moment of being physical. And I feel like that is where um, that bond, I guess, if you want to call it a bond, is created. But to me, it's like almost like, it's like, I don't know, like, and it's it's so confusing because I, I want to say, like, it's like a form, like, you care for that person, you love that person, and it's real, like, but it's just so crazy because now people be doing that shit and they don't even feel that way about people. I um listened to this podcast, and I don't know if you guys know who the minorities are. It's, like, these two guys, and one of the guys on there said that excuse my language, but he said, I don't, he's like, what did he say? He said, I don't make love to, he's a bitches, but I'm gonna say, I don't make love to women, I fuck women, and to me, the soul tie to me is, and I use explanation mark like my fingers, to me, soul ties is really like, making love and I know so many people are like where's the difference between fucking and making love is exactly what he just said like he doesn't make love with women that he doesn't see himself progressing with and that's how I took that he will have sex with women because he's a man he like you know we're human beings we have needs to want to do that but he will have sex with them or his words, he'll fuck them, but he won't make love. And to me, when you have sat there and you have built, whether, and I know some people like the definition of making love is like, um, you have like really slow, intimate sex. Like you sit here and y'all light some candles and it's romantic and you're only playing slow songs and you're only a missionary and you're looking in each other's eyes and, and saying I love you while you're doing like having the act of sex or whatever 
But to me, making love is when you really, there's truly like love there. Whether you're in love or you just love this person deeply and you guys are doing things like you've done the things that led up to that. You've done the emotional, the spiritual connection where you sat here, you, you know, this man inside and out. He knows you, he knows your insecurities, you know, his, you know, his traumas, you, um, you, he knows yours. You've had deep conversations about the future, the past, the present. You've had those conversations and now you're sharing this physical, like deep moment. And I feel like that is different. And don't get me wrong, there are different ways to sit here and have a more intimate sex. Like, sex is intimate regardless, but there are more ways to have intercourse with someone that makes it deeper in the sense of, like, if a guy just, like, sitting here and giving back shots the whole fucking time versus, like, y'all sitting here are doing things like looking in each other's eyes and saying, like, I love you or, like, saying things, like, all different kinds of stuff, like... That's different. So I feel like when it comes to soul ties, is soul ties really the right word? I don't know. Um, Because even seven signs here, seven signs you have a soul tie with someone, you feel connected on a deeper level. Um, They create strong feelings from reactions from you you feel they feel familiar they make you feel like you're complete the relationship feels unique or one of a kind they showed up at significant time to me like soul tie is like i feel like it almost downplays it just because i hear people use soul tie so much i hear people like well, we've had unprotected sex several times, so it's, like, now we're committed and, like, we're, like, connected and, like, bonded. And it's just, to me, when I hear those things, like, um, you connect at deeper level, um, you feel complete, like they completed you. Your relationship feels unique or one of a kind. I just think that's so much deeper than sex, and I feel like it's... Is like soul tie doesn't compare. Like you know, I feel like that is like you truly like you like you love that person and you care about them. So yeah, I just feel like it's a little different. I would love to hear you all's. Sorry if that didn't make sense, but <laughs> I feel like soul ties is have always been that thing I've I've gone back and forth with of my beliefs on it and how I feel about it that's why I wanted to talk about it a little and that um this topic might come up again when I have a guest on here because I would love to like get someone else's perspective and see if they can change mine and I'd love to hear like um someone's perspective on soul ties and like how they perceive it that's just something I've always been like like on a up and down about because it's like what exactly are soul ties really real or is it just kind of like something someone created or how does one uh justify that they're in a soul tie with someone and things like that because at the end of the day like you can have those things with someone and never speak to that person again and, and like 
go through the process of dating yourself and healing like I said earlier and never feel that kind of connection with that person ever again like see that person a year later and not feel connected with them ever and it's just like so like does soul ties break just through that so it's like things like that is I feel like I have to get some more information on to get a little more belief out of it um but yeah and then it goes into also like the idea of like can a soul tie be one-sided can a girl feel like she has a soul tie with someone and a guy like it's just so much to me that I'm just like hmm you know so that conversation on soul ties most likely um I will have a guest on the show one like one episode and have that as our let's get spicy topic and be able to talk about that with them to hear a different perspective since like for me personally I'm not a huge believer on the soul ties just because to me like things like the the definition of a soul tie and like or just like different things I've heard people say to me is like a little deeper than just a soul tie than like calling it a soul tie I feel like a soul tie just doesn't seem as genuine as like I love that person or I have so much love for that person that's why I feel that way so yeah um next we're gonna get into let me put you on so for this episode I'm gonna put you guys onto a book that I'm currently reading and this is perfect for the the let me let's get into it topic of dating yourself and like the little side note of heartbreak but it's a book I've been reading it's called attached you might have seen it on tiktok you might have heard about it whatever but um basically it's the a book about it's by john no who is it by it's by rachel heller and basically and it's called attached again but basically it teaches you about attachment styles in your adult life and your relationship life and I learned so much in the first like chapter but basically it's how we all have different attachment styles and from anxiety to avoidance to secure and it has really helped me kind of come with some kind of idea of why certain things might have gone wrong in relationships I have been in my past um because at the end of the day I might have tried my hardest in a relationship I might have been loyal I might have been loving I might have put my all into someone but I'm not perfect either I have my own insecurities I have my own things I do and part of dating myself is is learning myself as well and whether I end up back with that person or I never speak to them again and I end up with someone 30 times better for me. Um, it's important that I learn these things about myself and I heal from them and I grow and I, I learn how to fix them and how to manage it or how to heal from it or how to change my perspective on things so I can be a better partner for myself for my future partner and yeah so um this book has helped me a lot and has helped me also 
have kind of closure of why people I've dated in the past acted the way they did. It also helped with that too. So I recommend this for men and women to read and learn about yourself, learn about your attachment styles, your partner's attachment styles, your exes, the the girl or guy who broke your heart attachment styles. I really recommend this book. So yeah, that is the let me put you on for the week. Like I said, every week will be something different. It could be a vitamin I found. It could be a place. It could be a book. It could be a show. It could be music. It could be whatever. Just something that has helps me throughout the week. And this book is definitely something that has knowledge me and has helped me during this week. So lastly is the let me ask you something and this is a segment where you guys ask me questions and this week because you know I've been gone (laughs) I only have one question that I had a friend ask and the question is when does a relationship become exclusive which this is a beautiful question so for this question I feel like there's no answer no, because, and what I mean by that is that, that really, there's not a time when a relationship becomes exclusive. There's not a specific moment when a relationship becomes exclusive unless you make it exclusive. So you have to have, so often in relationships, we're so uncomfortable with having uncomfortable conversations where we avoid them. And so often, um, we were like, oh, I don't want to ask him um, that uncomfortable conversation or have that uncomfortable conversation because we're scared of the answer. We're scared of the outcome of it because it's like, I don't want him to tell me this and then now that relationship's over because I do care about him. I don't want it to end. It's going so well or it's going so well. I don't want to ask that. But if it's something that is bothering you, if it's something that's eating at you, it's something that you're uncomfortable about, always speak up always say how you're feeling always say what's on your mind because if not it will come later and it'll come up at the wrong times so I say have that uncomfortable conversation and um yeah and ask the person like what are we are we exclusive are we dating have the and then set boundaries in your relationship and then see what they have to say and see if you agree don't also also don't agree with something you're uncomfortable with as well just because you want to be with that person or um because that will come up later too because your insecurities will slowly start to like peep and out in the relationship and I did that and I regret it I wish I would have spoke up more I wish I didn't agree with something that I wasn't okay with because I wanted that person so much at the time because I did that in past relationships because I just didn't want to lose the person. So speak your mind. If you're not uncomfortable with what the person's saying that they want or that's not what you're looking for right now or if that's not what you want, then say that. And if they also don't want that, what you want, then it's not the right time for you all or it's not the right person. So just be comfortable with having that uncomfortable conversation and being okay with the outcome of it. Because if it's the right person, then it will work out. And if it's not, then they will maybe be your stepping stone to dating yourself, like we talked about today. So, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. And um, like I said, 
the podcast is going to become more consistent. <laughs> it just takes some time sometimes for me to get in that headspace. Definitely since I am going through, like I told you guys, a little rough patch in the sense of like healing and like moving on and growing. But it is getting better every single day. And um, yeah, so I am definitely ready to start getting back into my podcasting and I hope today's episode if anyone listens to it I hope that it helps like I say every time I hope what I said resonates and helps one person who might be going through something um like a heartbreak or anything a rough patch or just have a rough 2022 or anything like that just know like you're not alone and we're, we're all dealing with it sadly and at different times and we all have gone through it or we are going through it now or hopefully like not too many of us have to go through it in the future but it happens in this life and we're here and your feelings are valid and what you're going through is valid and you're not alone and anybody's welcome to reach out to me and talk about it but yeah I hope this episode helps and just know it, it gets better it gets better. It gets better every single day. You have rough days, but just know those rough days become less and less, and those better days become more and more. So just keep working on you and start dating yourself. And yeah, thank you so much for listening. Talk to you guys next time.